0: Hi there. Welcome to Rome Business Radio. This is the Rome Floyd Chamber Small Business Spotlight Podcast. We are broadcasting from the Hardy Realty Studios and we work in cooperation with the Rome News Tribune. I am Roger Manus with Rome Business Radio. And
1: I'm Thomas Kislett with the Rome Floyd Chamber. Hello, Thomas. Hey, Roger. How's it going?
0: I am doing fine. How are you? I'm splendid. <laughs> we are in the Zoom room, as always, as we are hopefully coming out of the back end of a pandemic, but we're still being safe and and doing this uh, podcast over Zoom. And again, we're here to celebrate business, make connections, share the great business stories of uh, Rome, Floyd County, and Northwest Georgia. Thomas, if you don't mind, would you go around our Zoom room and introduce our guest,
1: please? Sure, absolutely. Today, uh, March 23rd, 2021, uh, we have three guests today. Um, on the show and uh we go ahead with uh, tracy Helrigel. tracy is with the rome shakespeare festival and she also represents the red playhouse um that's the river arts district playhouse and then we have todd williams uh from lawrence plantation and richard bradley with roman martial arts
0: hello Welcome everybody Good morning. Hi there. Uh, Tracy, let's start with you. If you could just, uh, you know, give us the big 30-second overview of uh, the Rome Shakespeare Festival, your involvement in it, and and what it means to our community.
2: Well, the Rome Shakespeare Festival was founded in 2016 by Gail Shops and myself. Gail recently passed away just this past February, so now um, I'm running the running the show for a moment by myself. Um, Hopefully that won't last very long and we'll have a big team. But this year's festival um, opens on September the 29th. We have All's Well That Ends Well um, that will be performed by our young actors and The Tempest, which will be our regular Shakespeare company. This year will be directed by Drew Davidson from Shorter College um the so it'll be our normal Shakespeare Festival as usual we actually were able to hold it last September um in spite of COVID and did some um since we're outdoors we had a little bit more flexibility and we did the social distancing circles and spread our tables out and still had quite a crowd we were very um actually surprised and pleased but um the River District Playhouse uh the RAD, is the indoor venue for the Shakespeare Festival. So it's still part of the organization, um, but it's a very intimate, very small. Uh, we max out about 40. Right now, we're only seating about 30, um, but it's a very tiny theater. Um, so we've continued to do shows in there with um, masks and, you know, as much social distancing as we can in a space that small. But um, we do have a show opening on April 8th, uh, Driving Miss Daisy.
0: Oh, okay. So that's, kind
2: of, that's kind of the update of where we where we are at this moment. Was that 30 seconds? <laughs> no, but that's
0: okay. <laughs> uh, we're just going around the room here. Uh, let's stop by here with Todd Williams at Lawrence Plantation. Todd, thank you so much for joining us. Um, if you could just tell us a little bit about it is uh, uh, your event space and and your Pool and tennis courts and all the great stuff people can do out at Lawrence Plantation.
3: you got it. We run a very busy pool. Um, a lot of families, though. It's, it's a big family mixture of uh, white collar and blue collar, um, and it's it's a lot of fun. So that's coming up very soon. We're about to get our hands wet. Um, <laughs> and we also do events uh, for the public, such as karaoke every Friday night with a bar opening at six PM and karaoke every night at seven or every Friday night at seven. Matter of fact, this Saturday, we have a live band coming, and that's also always open to the public, but we also do uh, weddings and special events, and we're running a great tennis program where we have three covered tennis courts, five outdoor courts, and there's lots of activities going on for kids and adults, whether they're beginners or advanced players, Um, so a little bit of what's going on out here, and uh, check our website for more. Todd, what is your go-to karaoke song? Uh, lock the door and turn the lights down.
2: <laughs> I could have made that guess, Todd.
3: <laughs> wow, whatever
0: your room you, whatever room you are in, the acoustics were great just then.
3: <coughs>
0: uh, okay, excuse me, I'm clearing my throat here a little bit. Uh, I was not going to sing, but uh, now let, let's let's check in with uh, Richard Bradley at Roman Martial Arts before he decides to kick my rear end. Hi, Richard. <laughs>
4: Morning. How are y'all doing?
0: Good. How are you? Tell me a little Uh, bit about Roman martial arts and your background in in the martial arts.
4: Sure. I started training in Taekwondo in 1981. Uh, We've been open since 1991. We've been in the same building where we are in East Rome near Piccadilly since 1995. Uh, So, you know, we're very established. You know, we teach traditional and sport taekwondo. We do adult self-defense, hep keto. Uh, we've worked with the Sexual Assault Center teaching self-defense classes to the public. Uh, we haven't done one of those in quite a while, but in the past we were very involved with that. Uh, we have a strong competition team that competes nationally and internationally. We have certified referees that Referee all over the country, and I myself am certified to referee anywhere in the world. Wow! So, what is your?
0: Uh, you know, I'm. Uh, excuse my ignorance. You are black belt has a variety of degrees, and I would imagine. What What is your rank?
4: Sure, I have a seventh degree black belt in Taekwondo and also in Heipkido. Okay. Uh, certified through Korea from the Kukyuan which is the Royal Taekwondo headquarters.
0: Okay. Some of this I'm fascinated by. I I did a, my background is in TV sports. So years ago, I mean, 20 or 30 years ago, I did a story on Taekwondo. And if you refreshing my memory that translates somehow about the use of the foot, is that correct?
4: Right. Uh, If you want to get very specific, Taekwondo means foot hand, way. That's Uh, it. The art of using the feet and hands. Something bad effect
0: so and and obviously part of what of martial arts is obviously there's a discipline and respect, and it's primarily defensive and all that so so all ages can come and take courses at your place and learn these types of things.
4: they can We have children as young as two, wow, I have adults in their late fifties, and everybody in between
0: Thomas, this is a fascinating panel you have selected <laughs> um we so Thomas and I joke week to week we I kind of call this this podcast to me it's like like a little bit like a cocktail party we bring pre- people we bring people together that you know might not necessarily cross paths but Rome and Floyd can be a great uh, small town where you might know each other already through other endeavors but you know here we have you know Shakespeare to taekwondo and tennis swimming and event space so t- Thomas what's the theme this week <laughs>
1: The theme? Well, you know, we heard it from everybody, you know, ages uh, two and up to 50 and, you know, uh, kids play, adult play, karaoke. Um, You know, I came up with, you know, family, family entertainment uh, and recreation and leisure, you know, something, you know, that you do in your free time. And just just to relax, to have fun, to work on your also on your mental wellness, you know. And um, there are certain fields um, that you need for that. You know, you have the arts, you have sports, you have uh, a, a space. And um, later on, I'm gonna tie them all together. So uh, just stay tuned. It's gonna be fun.
0: Yeah, sometimes I try to put Thomas on the spot and he always comes up with something. Uh, <laughs> so so Tracy, I'm I'm also fascinated by this. Shakespeare was the stuff that we kind of had to read in high school, and maybe some of us did it begrudgingly. Because, yes. because <laughs> you know, because he 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 wrote an iambic pentameter. Uh, he used this flowery language that didn't translate to you know necessarily a southern boy from Armuchee, Georgia.
2: A fourteen-year-old. <laughs> yeah.
0: So uh, thank goodness for Cliff's Notes. Uh, <laughs> so what what is the attraction for? I mean, but you know Shakespeare. I mean, obviously his work tran- has transcended centuries, hundreds of years, uh, and and plays out in theaters like this all over the world. So what's the attraction to you to Shakespeare?
2: Well, my my personal attraction to Shakespeare did not even exist until I met Gail DeChamps. I have been in theater my entire life, um, primarily musical theater. Um, I did a show with Gail at Rome Little Theater, and that's when I met her. I was I was an actress, and she was the director. Um, and then my profession was a professional event planner and marketing. So she contacted me in 2015, come and talk to her about Shakespeare. She had actually started the Florida Shakespeare and ran that for 12 years. So she had this vision on the town green to do Shakespeare outdoors. So she called me and my expertise was not Shakespeare. It was creating an event and doing marketing and putting that part of the package together. So what I've learned about Shakespeare, other than what like you, when I was 14, um, I've learned from Gail over the past few years. And it's just the experience you get being outside under the stars and watching these crazy, silly or intense shows. It's just magical to me, you know, because I loved theater anyway. So it, I didn't, she didn't have to sell me on that part. You know, I didn't know Shakespeare. I've learned. I've learned so much. And I sure wasn't finished learning from her when I lost her last month. But, um, but that has just been an incredible experience. And adding the Brad Playhouse gives opportunity for other types of shows. And being such a small venue, um, it's you bring different types of shows in there. Very small cast, intimate. Of course, we did Dracula last fall. And having Dracula right on top of you in the theater is kind of hair raising, which is it's fun. It's a different experience than you have at the DeSoto. We can't do the big musical productions that they do at the DeSoto. Right. So, what, I mean, that, that's really it.
0: What are the challenges in Rome uh, to put on things like that with, with set design and casting and things like that? Um, do we have a large talent pool?
2: We absolutely have a large talent pool. Now, we do pull an occasional Atlanta actor. <laughs> Um, but primarily 99% of our actors are from right here in Rome. We have a huge talent pool right here and they're, they're incredible. If you come, have you been to one of the Shakespeare festivals?
0: I have not. I oh, apologize. See, who's
2: who on the spot now? <laughs> it's,
0: it's, well, you're, you're having to turn me on to Shakespeare because I you're, don't, I know the world reveres him as William Shakespeare, but I keep thinking when he was seven years old, he was just little Billy Shakespeare. <laughs>
2: that's the one you remember
0: When <laughs> no, I mean he was seven nobody cared about it he was just little billy shakespeare and he you know suddenly he's william shakespeare i'm i'm just <laughs> trying to be a comedian i'm sorry
2: <laughs> <laughs> I, I found it pretty funny so. but it's,
0: uh i will i will, just, I will make it out experience. to work
2: uh, good well do <laughs> because e- even if you're not a big shakespeare fan the experience that we create for you in the during that evening is is so fun and so magical and we have our children's group perform before that a small little excerpt we usually write our own scripts for those kids so it makes it more um adaptable and understandable accessible to the um you know people and gail just had a real knack for turning the shows into something that you actually could understand even if you weren't following the words the inflection and in the voice and the body language and the way the actors presented it helped you to understand really what was going on. And I can speak from a personal experience that I didn't study
1: Shakespeare.
0: Well, yeah. And of course, Shakespeare is revered because of uh, drama and tragedy and comedy. And he kind of set the template for storytelling that continues today. I mean, there are, there yes. are, there are plays today and sitcoms today that probably sprang from Shakespeare's original thought, you know, a uh, right. long, long time ago. <laughs> uh so uh, uh todd at lawrence plantation we did not touch on your location earlier you're, you're at horse leg right
3: yes we're three miles down horse leg creek road from the Chick-fil-A red light.
0: Yeah. <laughs> that is that is another thing that happens on this show a lot uh, richard did it as well you everybody tells you how to get somewhere by close to a restaurant
3: Yes, we love to eat. You don't get a physique like this by not eating.
0: So. Uh, you're uh, you're uh, twisted steel and sex appeal, as the wrestlers say. Uh, but, but you know, Richard had to point out that you know we're near the Piccadilly, and you're just down this down horse leg from uh, Chick Fil A. Um, so, um, how did the pandemic affect you guys? I mean, last year, I guess it hit in the spring, and you're you've got all these outdoor activities that you offer. So, so first of all you're member based, but you have some things that are open to the public, right?
3: Yeah, really. Um, our tennis courts are always open to the public, but you just pay a court fee where members obviously do not have to pay that court fee. Um, but, uh, yes, our pool is member only. So anybody can join. Um, and we have people from our merch in you know, the model area, some from Polk County. So you don't have to live in this area. Um, so, um, you can just come out and have a good time at the pool. You, you don't have to, qualify other than paying the money you know that's the only qualification we have is to pay us the money and you can swim <laughs> um so uh, that and then we have the old golf course back here that uh, of course is closed for about 11 years but the cart paths are still there and people love to walk those and hike and bike and things like that and, um so yeah and then you know the things like karaoke and band concerts where anybody can come at any time and just pet door you, so.
0: so do you have is it is it one annual membership? Or do you have like a specific tennis membership and a specific pool membership that so people can maybe subdivide if they want to?
3: Right, exactly. You can just be a tennis member or a pool member, or you can combine the two. Or you can do all three. We have a gym down here as well to work out in. So you could just be a full member if you want or just pick what you need and go for it.
0: Oh, well, that's convenient. And and what was Mm -hmm. the strategy behind that just to make it give more options to more people?
3: Yeah, just make it make it easy. You know, if you if you if you want to swim, but you have no interest whatsoever in tennis, why in the world should you pay for it? So um, get what you pay for, and and don't don't uh, try to rip money out of people for no reason. You know, let them have, play tennis, and they have a pool at home, but they need tennis courts or something. So you know, we want to have everybody included who wants to be included. We don't want to exclude them because we uh, have strict membership rules. And and
0: tell me about your event space. Uh, like as you you mentioned weddings and I guess corporate gatherings or parties. Like how how many people can you serve and things like that?
3: Yes. Yeah, so we have the smallest room can host fifty to sixty people. Um, we can host up to uh, really unlimited with our outdoor space, but our our indoor facility we say will seat about two hundred to include a dance floor too. So you can fit 200 in this room plus a dance floor. Then our back porch is covered. So you can add seats there and even it doesn't matter because it's covered. And then we have an outdoor patio area with cafe lights hanging over it. And that makes another great spot. Um, that's where we'll have Kevin Allen, the camp band, Kim and Gene. They're going to play outside. And another band in August going to be outside. And uh, actually this Friday, shorter, uh, the, a sorority from Shorty University is going to come out and uh, use that space because uh, they still are real strict on their covid protocols and getting together but um, we actually uh, did a uh, theater production so to speak a, a musical cabaret out here uh, this christmas so um, we we offer we offer the event space to whoever needs it and 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 i would i love that because I'm a theater guy and so I really want to see it uh, continue to go like like Tracy's talking about trying to continue to do it and being outside is the way to do it right now um, of course I hope we're getting to the back end of it we can all get back to you know going to Broadway shows and and, and seeing you go to Chattanooga and the Fox but right here in Rome as you mentioned we have great shows great 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 talent and so um, being able to do that this Christmas was great so you name it we'll probably try to do it for you out here <laughs> What is
0: the? Uh, I think you touched on it earlier, but what is what is the background of uh, Lawrence Plantation? What did it used to be way back when? How long have you been the in the the facility you are now?
3: I heard from a guy I'd never heard this before, but a few months ago he said, "You know, this used to be a nine-hole course called Mountain View Golf Course." Okay, I've never heard that, but where I remember it started did GEAA, so General Athletic General Electric Athletic Association um and i actually saw the old sign way down off the golf course the other day for that um but uh then it became horse Lake creek country club and horse leg plantation and so on um uh michael lawrence bought the, the facility uh the property about seven years ago now um was going to reopen the golf course was really thinking hard on it but then realize it's hard to make money strictly on a golf course it's it takes a lot of money to run it but it really is hard to make money so so right now they enjoy the land and uh, hunt for turkeys and things like that way back off in the distance um, but um, I've been here about three years now Uh, this will be my fourth pool season Um, and we've grown from 80 memberships to 160 to 240 to 300 last year so um, it's, it's been re- really, good. Um, so we look forward to even more growth, but, um, yeah, we've, we, we have that little party room. I was talking about that hold about 50 or 60 people. When I got here, it was an old, uh, fitness room. So we took all the equipment out, made it a small party room. So people who don't need the big facility can use the small room. So, you know, baby showers, birthday parties and pool parties and things like that. People can come do that and make it more affordable than buying the big space and really not needing all that room so that's what we're doing and, and you know even in the pandemic that's like I guess this time last year I was the only one out here just trying to keep the grass cut and things like that and we'd have uh Frios come to the gate and 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 when we did it was like a, a block party because everybody just couldn't wait to get out and see everybody and so they made the our gate the the meeting spot and they all stood around and ate Frios outside and talked to their friends that we didn't see in weeks and and so uh, we're here for the community. We call ourselves a family club because we're not like your typical country club, where it's you know you might think of the upper crust and the snootiness and things like that. We don't want to do that. We want to be more of the family club where the kids can come have a good time, and and it's more affordable for everybody. Gotcha. Um,
0: uh, yeah, you you weren't taking a shot at anybody there. You were just telling what y'all are about, aren't you? I'm just telling
3: them like it is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: Uh Richard, um, what is how did you first get involved with martial arts? what what was the what was the draw? what made it, what made you dedicate your life and career to it?
4: So I get involved. My father had done martial arts since he was in college and I don't know it was I was a kid, it was something I wanted to do so and I wanted to do with him, so I went to start taking classes. I made my mother go with me, so we all kind of started, or she and I started together. And she started teaching this as an after-school program in 1991, where she taught up at Midway School, and it kind of grew from there. It was very organic. This was not something I intended to do; It's just something we kind of fell into. Uh, but it feels right. And again, uh, we've been doing it forever. So,
0: <laughs> well, and, and obviously very skilled at it. Uh, you, we touched on Taekwondo earlier. You said you also had a black belt and I'm going to mispronounce Hapkido. That's right. What what, what, are, what are the subtle differences? You know, we hear karate, we hear jujitsu, we hear Taekwondo. Uh, and, and I know it's probably of different uh, nationalities, uh, Japanese or Korean and things like that. But what are, what are the differences other than that?
4: Sure. Uh, <laughs> Really, it, it's all it's all connected. And if you do it long enough, you realize that everybody does a lot of the same stuff. Uh, it's just approached from different directions and kind of mindsets. So our taekwondo is primarily a kicking martial art that derives from karate. Uh, and the Koreans took it and kind of ran with it and turned it into something else. Uh, so there's a lot more kicking involved in Taekwondo than there is in more traditional karate styles. The is derived from a trad- very traditional uh, Japanese jiu-jitsu, which would be what the samurais did when they didn't have their swords. So Brazilian jujitsu has taken that and turned it into a wrestling art on the ground, Whereas more traditional jujitsu's are more about joint locks and control techniques that you do standing up, but but again, there's a lot of intermixture.
0: Well, what's interesting is you know, uh, obviously, it's you're a black belt and and it's a passion of yours, but it's not. Um, it can be incredibly technically precise, and obviously, this is centuries in in development. But when it comes to the average person walking in off the street that just needs to learn some self defense, you mentioned you had worked with the Sexual Assault Center. You know how how quickly can you help somebody develop confidence and develop a little bit of a skill set that can help them out of a jam?
4: You know, it can be as simple as the first class. You know, teaching a simple technique that. Works every time. The reality, though, is it takes time. Uh, With confidence, self-assurance being kind of the first thing—that's the first step to kind of being left alone—is projecting that confidence, and that that takes a long time to develop. As far as technique, that's pretty easy, but developing the confidence, developing the that kind of persona takes time, and uh, you know, there, there's not an easy answer for that one. And everybody's different.
0: Well, it is interesting because obviously, as as an athletic thing, uh, you know, the background in sports, practice makes perfect. Obviously, uh, you know, everybody practices. But I, just my layperson understanding, outside looking in, so much of what you teach in martial arts is in the head. It's it's mental. It's uh, it's respectful. Of, of the world around you and your opponent. Am I phrasing this correctly? Is that a critical component of what you teach?
4: It is. And we teach the techniques. We do the technical side to develop the character traits that we're looking for, you know, develop the self-control, develop the confidence, develop, develop that, uh, stick-to-itiveness. Maybe not really a word.
0: <laughs> sure it is.
4: <laughs> but, but, uh, you know, the ability to, Set a goal and reach that goal. So we kind of develop those things that you you can't teach somebody confidence. You can't teach them respect. You develop it through time of training in the techniques.
0: Gotcha, uh, Thomas. Circling back around with you, are you going to let us in now on what you promised earlier? Sure.
1: Well, <laughs> you know that's that's what the chamber is all about. You know, we 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 like to connect people and we like to build relationships, and this is kind of like a always a fun, uh, entertaining uh, brainstorming session, I call it, you know, we, we already had businesses from previous shows that connected, that have a relationship now, a successful relationship, you know, and uh, I, I was just a little bit of brainstorming before the show. And I thought, you know, hey, you know, how, we, how can we connect you guys all together, you know? So how about, you know, a Roman martial arts that teaches some aqua combat classes at the pool? <laughs> you know, I I I I did some research. You know, and you know, fitness is important. And um, there is indeed um, that it's a movement. It has been a movement. I don't know how big that movement is, but you know, hey, give it a try. You know, that might uh, raise your numbers there, um Todd, um, for for to meet your next goal. And then you know, um, the both. Uh, how how can uh, martial arts, you know, connect with Shakespeare? Well, you know, my, my wife is actually a part of the Shakespeare ensemble and, uh, you know, she played there a lot. And uh, I, I get sometimes to look behind the scenes and uh, a couple of years ago they had like sword fighting scenes and they had uh, an, ex- an expert coming in to teach all these moves. Who knows, you know, maybe there are some moves that, you know, Richard can uh, teach, you know, for an upcoming show uh you, you never know now you know where to go and to get like a- expert <laughs> advice that's
2: a good let, idea let,
1: and then you know here comes the event planner um uh, tracy and um todd uh you know i mean you hosted uh several events already and you even hosted the rocker horror P- picture show in P- plantation and you know it's you, you have the perfect venue there and uh i know uh shakespeare um always looks for opportunities, for, for fundraising opportunities. Yes, you have your own little theater, but, you know, if you need bigger space, why not connect with each other and, you know, just 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 build something there. So um, those are my, my little 50 cents. Other than that, you know, uh, all three guests, uh, you know, great friends of mine as well. You know, I, I shared a stage before with, with Todd at the Follies from the Junior Service League. We were in Hulu, Hula Hawaiian costumes and we were wearing uh, coconut grass. That was really fun. And <laughs> I was just, he was like, you know, my, my, my guide. So I was just looking, like, looking, 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 looking you know, I, he was helping me. And, um, I, It was a lot of fun. You know, you know, why not? I I can share that here. It's, that's all right. Richard is an Eagle Scout. You know, we had a scout uh, show a couple of weeks ago um, with the Northwest Georgia uh, Boy Scouts Council. And um, my son and his son are actually together in the same um, um, Cup Scouts and they have a crossover next week. And um, I actually learned a lot from him. Uh, we, We camp out together and, uh, he can, uh, even teach, teach me, uh, lo- lots of things, how to cook over fire in paper. It's that, that was always fun. And, uh, <laughs> love hearing his stories. Uh, you know, he, he travels the world and, you know, just getting to this, uh, fifth, fourth, sixth, seventh degree black belt. I mean, that's, that's something, we, I mean, that's a lifetime achievement. Uh, you cannot, cannot just go in and, and get that, uh. And then also, you know, um, from Tracy and, uh, Gail, you know, I, I learned a lot and, you know, uh, you're always, uh, welcoming. And I, I just like your community involvement. It's, it's awesome. And, you know, my, my, as I mentioned, my wife, uh, enjoys being a part of it. And, uh, you know, if the, my, if the wife is happy, everybody's happy. You know? And <laughs> we love Shannon. <laughs> right. So, um, those are my
0: fifty cents, Roger. So great group today. I love it. It, it. I will tell you this: the one thing I have learned. I mean, all due respect to to uh, uh, Tracy and Todd, but if there's like a zombie apocalypse, I want I want Richard on my team because if he can if he can cook out in the woods, <laughs> and he's got a black belt and everything. <laughs>
2: I know how to fake it, though.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, well, let, let's uh, wrap up here and just kind of going around. Uh, Tracy, do you have uh, just contact information, websites, social media that people can follow and get more information uh, about yes. the Rome Shakespeare Festival?
2: We have RomeShakespeareFestival dot com and the dot biz. Um, and they link together, so you can get, if you can just remember one, you can find out all the information that's going on. And we do have our Facebook pages, that's the River Arch District Playhouse and Rome Shakespeare Festival.
0: And you have a, you said you had a uh, an event coming up in April?
2: We do. Uh, Driving Miss Daisy opens April the 8th. Of course, all the information is on the website. Uh, one thing I will say, we're doing a fundraiser in May a Shakespeare cabaret that will be in the labyrinth. I have always wanted to do an event in the labyrinth. I just think that's the coolest space. And so we're going to do it at night and have lights down there. It's going to be very fun.
0: That's May 14th. You are an event person. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay. Todd, how can people uh, uh, find out more information about Lawrence plantation become membership? Let's increase your roles, become members. Let's increase your roles, website, social media, things like that.
3: Yeah, absolutely. We're very active on Facebook and Instagram. and We have a little bit going on Pinterest as well, but uh, very active. If you want to know anything that goes on out here, if you uh, just follow us on Facebook, Instagram, you'll know everything. Uh, websites, lawrenceplantation.com. For instance, this weekend, we have karaoke on Friday, a tennis tournament for locals who want to play this weekend. Uh, their player party is going to be, uh, brought over to the uh, concert. So, the, the open to the public concert this Saturday night. So And then the tournament continues on Sunday. So, you, we have a calendar there. You can see everything and, and register for tennis classes, um, swimming pool memberships, and on and on. So, you know, and one of those seven degrees of Kevin Bacon thing. So, Thomas was talking about rock and <laughs> Hard, which we were able to do or Six years ago or so, I was in the Rocky Horror Show directed by Tracy. So there you're,
0: <laughs> there's your there's uh, your small world connecting six degrees. That's right? <laughs> yeah, that's right. So uh, and how how do you do in like the Trace Adkins sound alike contest?
3: Um, you know, actually, it was funny. Somebody called up here to to go to the concert last time and uh, said, "Does anybody?" I, I remember said that you could uh, sing some Trace Adkins. I said, "Yeah, I've done that before." So when she came up. She came up from Bremen to see the concert and she says, Oh my God, are you Trace? Yes. I recognize your voice. So, uh, yeah. I can definitely do a little bit of that. And earlier in the morning, the lower it is. So, uh, but yeah, um, I will say to you, don't have to be a good singer to come out to karaoke. You just want to have fun. So come on out. It's open every Friday night.
0: Fantastic. Uh, and Richard, what's, what about your website, social media, things like
4: that? Uh, Romanmartialarts.com. Uh, we're very active on facebook and instagram pretty easy to find
0: <laughs> next to the, near the piccadilly
4: that's right <laughs> near, the piccadilly.
0: <laughs> near the original piccadilly now, now, now there's another piccadilly over yeah, by now, the oh,
4: now i have to clarify
0: <laughs> yeah there's what there's a new one over by the ballpark uh well fantastic thank you so much everybody any parting thoughts thomas
1: no thanks for having everybody if you Listeners, members, if you guys want to be on the show, contact me, uh, Thomas Kizlet at the Rome Floyd Chamber. Uh, just Google us. Uh, you know, we are across the street from Ducks <laughs> Delhi. <laughs> so uh, just to throw another one out and by the way you know to have you mentioned everybody you know tracy also is the marketing um uh, manager over at harvest moon so uh uh yeah lots of eateries there today as well uh yeah but google us rome ga.com it's our um website uh we are on all the uh, social media channels facebook instagram linkedin and uh roger it was a great show thanks for having all of us
0: well no th- thank you and i appreciate it I- i've gotten hungry uh, so <laughs> need, to get, need to go get something to eat well, anyway thank everybody so much for joining us we do appreciate y'all for listening as well this has been the Rome Floyd Chamber small business spotlight podcast we are broadcasting from the Hardy Realty Studios and we work in cooperation with the Rome News Tribune thank you so much for listening